Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Hey, ladies. Hey, men. Hey, peoples. Hey, party people. What's going on? What's going on with you, boo? I know you're answering in your core right now. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. I know. He tripping, bitch. <laughs> this is a sign. Girl, I heard. I know. <laughs> Why am I crazy? Am I high? Yeah, we're high. <laughs> um, how are you? What's going on? I'm good. I am wonderful. Feel good. Feel great. It's summertime in the city, and we's popping. I cannot complain. We are so popping. Oh my god, we're really excited. About it. We're so popping. Everyone is immediately turning the podcast off right now. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck these bitches." <laughs> Wait, hold up. Not fuck these bitches. Go these bitches because wherever the fuck you're at in your car, I hope you're saying that you're the fuck. What did I just say? Popping? That you're the fuck popping too. <laughs> Shit. I hope you're in the car like I'm popping. Yeah, because you are popping too. We could all be popping. You is popping, girl. We see you. You we looking fine you today, bitch. You look real good. Shit. If you haven't told yourself you're popping lately, remind yourself who the fuck you are. You're fucking popping. Poppington. Popping. <laughs> Insert Chris Brown here. <laughs> Remember that time we made out on the tour bus? <laughs> it's going to be my celebrity story for life. I don't care. Oh God, I, I'm jealous. You should be. Wow. I'm never gonna stop talking about it. I was 18. <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> I was backstage with Chris. You're Brown. gonna eat his each Hollywood story. <laughs> Famous podcaster. Me and Chris Brown had a thing. <laughs> and your tell-all, unsung. Oh my God. I didn't give him none though because I was scared. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> Yeah, we are high for sure. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well, shit. anyway, <laughs> we have a special guest here today. You probably hear her <coughs> wondrous laugh in the background. We have our very good friend, actually guest of the show for the second time, Goddess Motherfucking Jessie. Hey, Iwa Omi Sheun. Hey. Yeah, yeah, Omi Sheyun. What up? What it do? What it is? What's popping? Last time you were on our show, you were pussy party. Yes, pussy party. Pussy so party if you guys podcast. make sure you check out that episode because we did that. Was it during COVID? No, it wasn't no, even during was COVID. Before, it was right Life before. Was still good. We was yeah. Was it was true. very early on. It was yeah. true because we weren't doing a lot of virtual episodes at all. But like we felt called and we were like, let's do it. Also, um, Jesse. We did this one podcast with her like three years ago, and then she magically resurfaced. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard from this bitch in like for a minute. I don't even know if I saw her on Instagram. She fucking magically resurfaced, and the perfect, like, it just divine fucking femininity united. Like, we decided to have a fucking retreat in Costa Rica. I ain't heard from Jesse in God knows how long. We was talking. We, we was, was talking here and there. No, no y'all had been talking. Yeah, she. You knew she was going to be in Costa Rica. Yeah, because we've been talking. But that was the part where I'm saying. we're friends. I know what I did. <laughs> no, but, but there was a, I think there was like a, it was a, a gap. little gap. Was, there was a gap. gap. Yeah. And then she was like, hey, I'm about to be in Costa Rica. I said, we're going to Costa Rica. She said, me too. And just so happened that this bitch 
just happened to be in Costa Rica getting out of another certification 30 minutes from the pickup spot in fucking Costa Rica from the day, from the day one of our retreat. So I was like, first she was like, I might come, I don't know. And then she Googled the address. She was like, bitch, I'm 30 minutes from the pickup spot. Because <laughs> <laughs> Costa Rica's big. Costa Rica's right, a right. huge country. Yeah. She's like, bitch, I'm coming. I said, I know you are. Like, the divine way in which God works is crazy. Like, she literally, we had talked about it, but she just happened to be down the motherfucking street on the day the motherfucking shuttle came. She got all the girls drunk on the bus. Yeah. Like, shout out to all of our girls yes. on week two. Retreat two. Our week two retreat. So it was like this OG, like one of a kind experience because Jesse came and we had all these fucking beautiful ceremonies yeah. because Jesse came. Like multiple, like at freshwater, at fucking ocean water. We had this beautiful divine release. Like if you go to their website and watch the fucking video, there's there's clips of it. You will see it. It's, it's so beautiful. And she powerful. she magically shifted and and helped like really hold space and shift the the magic in week two in a real motherfucking way like she guided us in a way i've never fucking seen or experienced before like full tears full embrace full trust Mm -hmm. um we did a beautiful 40th birthday a celebration Mm -hmm. for for someone at the freshwater and under two waterfalls she was dressed in white wearing a crown just so happened this other girl put this in her fucking bag just this was not planned this was not planned jesse had all of all of these fucking tools in her bag had a fucking Belle had honey. <laughs> she impr- like impromptu sh- shuttled us into goddess. For, like we were oh, helping yeah. her. She was like, "Do this." We're like, "Whatever you need." Whatever you need. Definitely. Are we ringing the bell hard enough? Pool. She was like, "Ring the bell around her aura." <laughs> you would have thought we were her fucking mentees. She had like we were. She, we were. She took. She had like half a co- like half a coconut. She was like pour water over her head. I was baptizing a woman. We were all crying. It was the most magical fucking. Like, this trip confirmed my witchiness. I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. And, and like, I already accepted it. You know, for everyone who's just listening, like, witchy in all the good ways, the good witch. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, she, like that, you really helped me understand in a real fucking way my power. And, like, the power of women, period. Oh, yeah. And, like, the retreat is, like, it was, like, oof, like, mm. oh, that was shit. Mm. When, like, women shift. come together, this shift, the way the magic dwelled in the jungle that way, just the beginning of her just happening to be down the fucking street mm-hmm. and how it continued to manifest that way. Like, everything was so perfect, all the perfect people. It was just yes. such a perfect experience. So, like, I... I'm here to sing Jesse's praises oh, and motherfucking y'all. day. <laughs> All day, so every day, for real, honestly. Oh, my gosh. I mean, hey, yeah, God works in mysterious ways. Oshun works in mysterious ways. Um, I really appreciate y'all for... Just every all the work that y'all have done. I just remember many times throughout the retreat, like, pulling up to the side and being like, what did you do? Like, what? Like, look. You know? I know you wrote this down. And look. And sometimes I think that that is what um, support or leadership looks like. Not always just um, shoving information down your throat or making you submit to a certain process, but pointing your head in the right direction of your greatness or pointing your head in the right direction of your purpose, right? And to me, that's what I felt like. I, I just came and maybe put a little bit of structure into a few places where the energy was created for a massive healing and a shift to happen. And that wouldn't have happened if y'all would not have 
created that space, you know, and brought those women together and led, you know. And so, yeah, I kind of threw y'all into the water. <laughs> I threw y'all, you know how they say, did you learn how to swim or did people just push you in the end, deep in? Uh-huh, we got pushed in. Yeah, I definitely, <laughs> because, you know, it's it's not in you, it's on you. It You know, the gifts that I may teach or help people understand that they have, you know, they are behind your emotions. And that was a very emotional moment. Mm. So you were at your, you know, most powerful. And you were kind of trusting that because you weren't so much in your head. So when you kind of get put into it, that what we call a knowing unknowingly mm. comes up. And you remember that past life when we've been, we've been doing this, you know, before. Yeah. And we but, know the prayers. We know. And, that, and that's really what I want to talk about today, too. Because, you know, when we had that experience, it did feel very intuitive. It felt mm-hmm. familiar. I felt like... How do like why does this feel like I I got emotional because I felt like oh my god I've been deprived of this mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. as a black woman and I know this feels familiar and although like even in my in our own spiritual practices that me and Jamila have explored like I felt like there's something that's still missing almost mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and what is it and when we had that experience out there I was like oh this is a, this might be it so I want I know that like a lot of women, um, especially black women, like we've we've heard about like, you know, Oshun and what a high priestess is. But but we don't I feel like there's not really a lot of knowledge, like, I guess, in a broad way about right. really what it is mm-hmm. and um, your practice. So can you kind of maybe tell us like how you st- like how you got into it and, right. and and what it what it is exactly? Right. So how I got into it? Well, my like story, I, I went through a divorce. I had a divorce. And I did like a 30 day like little detox or whatever. And then I decided to study herbs. And when I decided to study herbs, um, you know, it's kind of like that rabbit hole, you know, when you start to feel so uh, area is right for you and you like hone in on it as a craft. And so I went to a spiritual store, but it also was like a spiritual house. I didn't really know at the time. And I learned about the spiritual and the magical properties of herbs. That's like where I started. And I went through that class and I learned just, you know, another side of healing. That That's what I was looking for. And at the end, um, the guy who was teaching it, who's my godfather now, um, uh, Absalom Yashira, uh, what people call him Doc, uh, he asked, hey, I noticed you're not working with any spirits. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, yeah, of course I'm What you mean? <laughs> and, uh, he was like, yeah, you, you, basically he, he saw something in me from, I guess, how I just took the homeworks and the different things of learning how to actually work with the herbs and do formulations and all those things. And he was like, yeah, you should look up as really Dantor and as really Frida. And at the, so those are Lua. Those are um, spirits in voodoo. Mm. So that's a whole nother side from Orisha. And I did, I looked it up and I never resonated with something more in my life mm. as far as, you know, a spirit or energy or, you know, these things that we read about. And, um, that just led me down, you know, a hole of learning and studying. And, you know, once I started to figure out my ancestry, you know, where I came from and what I did, that kind of opened up another side and, uh, the door to Arisha opened because I was studying and learning about voodoo first. And then 
understanding that the basis of voodoo is Catholicism. I didn't know that. The foundation is? Mm-hmm. Like, m- most people that practice voodoo are devout Catholics because the prayers, the it's in French or Creole, you know, like, a lot of that stuff is the basic of that. Um, voodoo is Catholicism. It's indigenous, like, African practice, and then the indigenous practice of this land put together. And so, you know, you someone may be saying uh, St. Lazarus, but, you know, they're also talking about, you know, the energy of, um, you know, the, the man at the crossroads, Iligua, you know, a, a, a spirit or a Orisha or, you know, different things like that. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't realize that a lot of times these um, practices were kind of combined or covered mm. because at one point in time in our history, it was illegal for us to practice what we practice. Mm, Slave wow. times. You so know. it's almost like a, it's like it, a it, code, it, it, like code for other shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. Essentially. It is in, in the beginning, mm. it was kind of cloaked like that. Mm. So think about it. We were in Africa. We practice Arisha Ifa. We practice, we practice Vodun. We practice, you know, uh, uh, the comedic, you mm. know, practice. Um, and life happens and we end up going to these different places outside of Egypt. I mean, outside of Africa. And then in the Dominican, they may let you keep your language and they may let you keep your culture a little bit, but you've got to put Shango under another saint, or you got to put Oshun under our mother, the Guadalupe. Mm. Do you know how many, I know you know how many Hispanic women are wearing our mother Guadalupe pendant. Mm, Yeah. Bracelets, kids, Mm -hmm. they're in the house, the candles, the flowers, Mm -hmm. Oshun, Mm. right? But it's nothing demonic about that. There's nothing. They are Catholics. Mm. You know what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, Santeria, go to Puerto Rico, go to Dominican, go to Haiti. It's voodoo. It's other things, right? And it's just really the darker the place the more quote-unquote demonic demonic of course right and so that has also got to america Mm. the thing is in america we had it the harshest our culture our language the practice the everything was pretty much stripped so the bible right this is what you get so how yeah that's what you get but the thing is we never stopped practicing because how do you think we got out of slavery (laughs) because of the rituals because of the you know, things that we had to do where we took the spiritual technology. Because the thing is, there was a point in time in Africa where we were the most connected to the earth. We had the knowledge, but we were not doing right by each other Mm. as people. Thus, slavery happened. Mm. So then we go to another place, and we know what we know, but we're being stripped from that. And so there were people, our ancestors, who kept those practices alive, but they hid it. They had to hide it because they were going to be killed. But think about it. I know you probably have heard stories of, oh, this master was so nice and he let her go free. Yeah, because she probably saved her kid or saved the crop or did some kind of spiritual technology because we know the earth. We know the water. We know the plants. We know these things. Mm. We know healing. We know birthing. We Mm. know all of these things. And it's, yes, of the earth, but it's also spiritual technology because we are connected to the divine. I love that word, spiritual technology. technology. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying that on the retreat, actually. I just remembered that term because I remember how it hit me when you said it. 
Right. And essentially it, it does it, it essentially means like ritual and practice and Yes. So spiritual technology can be anything from like we light this candle and our intention is whatever it is and we put I put tobacco in it mm-hmm. for the ancestors. That's alchemy fire, earth, mixing it together to create an energy effect. It goes out in the universe and we always get something back mm. even flow. Right? So it could be that. Spiritual technology can be when you go to uh, the Christian church and it's a revival and they're singing a certain song and they light the certain candles and they do the certain claps and then the spirit comes down and people are getting cleansed and falling out and purging. Mm. Mm. Yes, that's spiritual technology to heal, to connect to the divine, to get divine messages, to, um, to a lot of it is healing, right? And there's no difference between that and certain rituals that we may do in African spirituality. But the thing is, in, in my practice, in Orisha Yifa, um, we do believe it's one almighty creator and all those things. Um, but we also believe that on earth, like here, your Ori, your mind is your first God, right? So you may hear the term Orisha. Oh, who's your Orisha? Who's your crowning Orisha? Who, what Orisha walks with you? Well, the Ori in Orisha is your mind. Mm. The Sha in Orisha means activation of. Mm. And so when someone says, what is your crowding Orisha or what spirits walk with you? It's not mm. because this person is crazy and they got spirits <laughs> roaming around you. Right. It's because you understand what energy, what natural worldly force activates your mind. Mm. Because when we talk about the Orisha, we talk about Oshun, we talk about Yemoja. I'm not talking about a woman that's sexy with no top on doing honey. That's not, that's not Oshun. Us as people, we personify energy. So we can relate to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, that energy of Oshun is really the energy of attraction. Mm-hmm. She is the fresh water, so the river. That is the energy of Oshun, the river, right? Oshun is vaginal fluid. She's revolutionary change. Like, that is her energy. And so when I go to the river, when I go to fresh water, it activates my mind. Mm-hmm. When I drink water, it activates my mind. Right. When you go to the ocean, when you go to the forest, when you're doing, uh, you know, some men, they love to do cars. It's metal, metal and fire, drums, whatever it is, it activates your mind. Mm -hmm. And all of these things are carry the energy of various Arisha. And we are people of the world. And so that's like a kind of a lost information and art that we've been disconnected from to know your destiny, to know who your ancestry is, and to know who your spirits are. Because mm-hmm. best and believe, Billy Bob, whatever, whatever, that's some rich white kid, whatever, he knows he's from the Viking people. Mm-hmm. He knows that they were, uh, they they praised Odin. <laughs> they know, like, that he knows. He has his Irish He's question. in the skulls and bones. <laughs> right, not the skulls and he, he he knows he knows like, the rich he kno- no, but for real, but no for real. no I know I'm not you know I, I, mean? I know like I know, this yeah. is why like why is like even when life should be perfect some shit happens because they know the earth they know the spiritual technology and they know who they are when you know who you are that changes the game you know what I think that if you're listening right now you know you know what 
you feel called to be around, mm-hmm. in, especially in the elements of nature. Like some people really thrive in like the woods. Mm-hmm. Some people really thrive near the water. Some people thrive. I know for me, like water is super important for me. Like mm-hmm. ocean, really the ocean, salt water for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, especially if you're a black person listening, brown person, you know, like what you feel called to be close to. Right. And that is essentially what once cultivated really is what your Orisha would be. Right. right. Is that and it's what not it, even just that. So, you know, I do practice Orisha Ifa. I am a priestess in that. I'm a priestess of Oshun. Um, I also a conjure doctor in New Orleans voodoo, but at the sanctuary, when I am taking some, like you come in and you're like, I'm ready to start my journey. Mm. I'm not necessarily pigeonholing you in Orisha because you may not be Orisha. You mm. may not be, you know, even though everyone has Orisha, you know, it's really like my godmother says, um, this journey is like the wind. It never blows the same way twice. Mm. And so the difference between what we practice in like Christianity is billions of people go sit in churches and they say, do one this. One thing. This one size fits all shit. Right. Where when you come to the sanctuary, you know, it, it, it's we have to figure out, one, where do you need a heal? Mm-hmm. And we do that. And then we start to discover and develop your gifts. And we start to help you understand your ancestry and go through those rites of passage of, like, your ancestors. Because everyone has ancestors, but not every, you know, some people have, you know, Buddhist history. Some people have, you know, Orisha. Some people have voodoo, like, have different things. So you have to figure out, like I said, what you need to heal. Then who are you? Who are you and where do you come from? Once you figure that out, and not necessarily 23andMe, even though you can, um, there's readings, there's different things that we do. Then you go into, like, your spirits and who are your crowning Arisha and things like that because you will know, yeah, my people come from Europe, come from this area. We got, you know, readings where, you know, my ancestry hails from Ilay Fay, which is, um, you know, the the uh, house of love is Ilay Fay. That's like Oshun State mm-hmm. in Africa, right? So then once you start to study things and you actually have someone telling you, yeah, these spirits resonate with you and you should study this, you are invested, you understand, because it resonates with you. It's not just a one-size-fits-all. Like some women listening, you may hear it like right now, like, oh, my God, Oshun, da 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 And you're probably right because Oshun is calling a lot of her daughters, right? But you may be called to Isis. You may be called to uh, Lakshmi. You may be called to Marie Laveau. You may be called to Ezrule. That's all different subsets of practices. So that's why the ancestor, like, understanding is really important because we all come from different places, you know. Also, we have, like, the the um, indigenous Indian. We have the Hindu. We have, um, uh, um, like, with the uh, Mexican heritage, all that stuff. Like, there's different spirits. There's different, you know, things that you cultivate across all those things. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, when you get done... Yeah, you probably daughter of Yemoja, da 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 da. That might be like a primary place for you, but you also have a spirit guide that's Celtic. You also have a spirit guide that's, um, you know, a Chinese warrior, you know, and then you understand yourself and your scope, mm. your gifts, you know, like what your powers are and where they come from, you know. So I can go into a certain space, like let's say, for example, what happened the other day? Um, oh, my eyelashes, right? So, um, I went to like a like an Indian place and got the threading and they be snatching your eyebrows. Shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. For my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And they, um, were like, they'll do the eyelashes. So she was doing them and she was touching me. 
you know. And one of my gifts is, you know, at me as a priestess, I do have um, the ability to kind of gauge certain spirits and energies that are around, right? And I'm a medium too, so I can hear or see in a way ancestors, people who have died, and, you know, they communicate. And one lady's ancestor was like, she's having issues with her stomach and she needs to drink aloe juice. And then each one of the girls, because it was two ladies doing me, and one was watching. And as they were touching me, my body was like, you know how you get the chills. Like, we have these feelings. We have these things that have always been there. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm into it. I'm empathic. Yeah, you're probably a medium. You're probably supposed to be a priestess. You're probably supposed to um, be a healer. Or, you know, you're probably supposed to conjure spirit through dance. Like, there's so many different things, you know, that we are connected to that we write off as just being black girl magic. Yes, hello, mm. black girl magic, <laughs> right? So anyways, when I got done, I said, hey, because now at this point I have to tell messages. Like, I can't hold them in. I said, I want you having stomach pains or stomach issues. And she said, yeah, her. And I said, you know, you, you need to drink aloe juice and it's affecting your sex drive. And she was like, oh, don't, don't. they said <laughs> And then I told one woman um, that she had Durga. Durga is like a Hindu um, warrior type spirit. Another one had the elef- the one that's like kind of looks like an elephant truck. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name right oh, now. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. And then the other one had uh, Krishna, the like devoted, the devoted uh, wife. Kind of like would be like an ocean-ish mm-hmm. kind of energy on that side. And the only reason why I'm able to do that is because um, as a medium, I know that when you have certain ancestors, well, for me, you have to have a connection to the ancestry to hear the message. They're very secretive like that. They're mm-hmm. not just going to tell people whatever, right? So if you have it in you, then you can connect to it. And Durga is a spirit guide for me. Mm-hmm. It's a warrior spirit that protects my house from people's energy that's bullshit, Right. And that, because I had that connection, I was able to do that mediumship and, and they'd like trust you basically Mm -hmm. and gave me that message to give to her about Mm -hmm. her stomach. And that may save her life or that may help her sex. Like she said, it says about her sex drive, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but that explains me because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm the pussy priestess. So it's always usually something going back to that, (laughs) that I'm like helping people with like on the low. I really love that because I think that, I think people, you know, it's so crazy what you were saying all the way back to, like, we weren't allowed to practice our religion. Mm-hmm. It's, like, even till this day, like, you say fucking witch to black people, and it's, like, you say anything, at like, out of, you know, this rigid form of Christianity, and it's very scary for us. But mm-hmm. I guess so. Because instinctually in our fucking, on a cellular DNA. level. We've been yeah, hiding. It's, it's, a, it's like, fuck, no, I'm not practicing no motherfucking, what? It's some devil shit. Because exactly. you could die. Right, and they told you it was the devil. It, it was like people were getting killed for doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like Definitely. you're in, you're in like defense mode, mm-hmm. and that's what it always feels like. Very defensive. Like it's against. And, and and I and I know this to be true because I grew up. There was no religion in my house. None. Like my dad didn't give a fuck. He told me some white guy made up Jesus, and everybody listened. That's what my dad told me. You know, and um, like yeah, he was just like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to, like, be religious. It was actually, like, not a thing in my household. But I remember, like, when I went to go chant Buddhism with Buddhist, you know, chants with my friend, I was like, this feels bad. 
Mm. You know, I was like, this feels like against something. Right. I felt like, and then even like, yeah, I felt bad, like guilty. And I was like, why the fuck do you feel guilty, bitch? You're not even like, right. you're, you're not like a devout. And I, I, I did. I would go to church in Atlanta and shit, but I started That's to feel weird about saying like, um, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Right, right, right. It always felt so committal. I don't know because I have commitment issues. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, this seems... Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe now, now it's all making sense. But it was but just very premature. Just, you were young. It, I didn't know wait, you that well. Right, like, can I get to know you first? Right. <laughs> I was just like, my Lord and like, Savior. Who the fuck is it? What? Right. Why? I gotta say it right now before I leave. You know, I have to say you know, it. And I gotta go in water. Like, you, uh, you know, at the end of everyone, they're like, everybody, if like, you want to do it right now, Anybody want to do it? <laughs> can we every fucking church talking like they do, and do that, and then right. they wait. They're like, no, every- right? There is like a system. And then someone is like, <laughs> right? Versus versus you coming and saying, "Hey, I'm There's ready." Always that one person like they want to go home. They're like me. <laughs> I just- then the line starts forward. They're like, "All right," and then everybody's like, "All right." Holy you know, everybody shit. needs. Everybody needs I was like, permission. Wow, this doesn't feel natural at all. Right? It feels a little forceful. A little forced. So I started like, <laughs> but I understand like that, like that first scary reaction. And luckily, like I have always been a little witch since I was a little girl. I've always been very like um, intrigued by the occult. I've mm-hmm. always been into my powers and like even going to Catholic school, I was into the one time in Catholic 12th school. grade where I could do the, all the, all the religions. Finally in 12th grade, they let you l- learn other religions. I was like, fucking Isn't fine. that crazy how they hold it did you, but, from but, you? Did I do that? This is your curriculum too, right? Every curriculum does that. They, Literally, they only teach you one. Catholic one. Oh, Catholic I didn't go two, to Catholic three or four. All religion. Like, bitch, right. I'm 18 now. You done done, like, I didn't even have a choice. Why would I start there? Mm, see, I was never, I never really was indoctrinated into any religion. Like, my dad used to always just tell me, like, I, I don't need a middleman between me and God. My grandmother was, like, a prophetess, and that's where I get a lot of my gifts from. She, like, you know, is my right-hand soldier. But I never got any of, like, the, like, shame and trauma and, like, mm. that kind of stuff. I saw a lot of things because my grandma was like a big dog in the church. So I think that as a smart ass little young kid, I was like, okay, this pastor's cheating on the first lady. They got this money thing over here. I'm eating all this communion. Like I'm eating like mounds of communion bread because I'm like the favorite little grandkid. I'm so jealous. I love that fucking bread. <laughs> I know. That and, bread is bomb. And like Catholics when, only had that fucking cracker. No, the, my, my my grandma ordered the good stuff. But <laughs> like, you know how I got to just eat it in abundance and stuff. So I had a different outlook, like even on the ritual, you know, of communion, which communion is a ritual and it derives from African spirituality. But, um, you know, I just saw the business a little early. So I was like, mm, this is not my people, mm. you know, but I never knocked it, you know, but when I started, like I said, with the herbs and starting to study the spirits and to study the practice, I never felt closer to God. Mm. And then I remember hearing God's verse, voice for the first time. And my, my God is a woman, but she has a man's voice because she says, she's, I'll listen better. Which she knows me. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know? Huh. And um, she said that my job was to heal the women through the men. And that's how I started the Pussy Party Podcast, was through that. And What yeah. did she say to you? She, that's what she said. She said, oh, my she job did, is to heal, heal the, oh, the, the women, women through, through the, the men. men. Heal the women through the men. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I love men, you know. And I, you know, even the men that I have in my life, like they are healing in some sort of ripple effect themselves, you know. So 
yeah, when I created the Pussy Party podcast, it was to bridge the gap between spirituality and sexuality and also bring together, like I would say, the presidential pussies and the presidential penises, you know, to bust more nuts and make more money, you know, be happy mm. together. Mm, I love that. And love that's that. how I found y'all. <laughs> and then God brought me to you. <laughs> I'm so happy that you found us on the search of the presidential pussies. And the yes. presidential penises. penises. Yes. And that's when Spirit said that y'all needed to give y'all goddess baths. And wow, finally we get to do it today. Mm-hmm. Wow, I know tonight, years t- later, but look how far we're like, we are ready now. Tonight, Jesse is giving us a goddess bath, and I'm so right. excited. And I- so, hold on. So, it's going to be a modified goddess bath. It's actually like a get in the tub. we doing this for 18, 12. It's a process, it is like a retreat. Okay. okay. We'll have to have, you have to do like a thing with uh, Nikita because she came to the sanctuary. That's right. Oh, right. And she had her goddess bad. And y'all said she is like. She, she is. Today. It's so crazy that you said that. Nikita's really. someone that came on the retreat. And Shout I swear. Out. Hey, yeah. Nikita. She, I, she, watching her transformation from the beginning of the retreat till like the end. And I can't even imagine now. Bitch is unlocked. Okay. Oh, honey. But I remember seeing her in um, actually a laundry session and mm-hmm. seeing like her unlock when we had those mirrors and we were the dancing dance. in front of the mirrors and just like really just taking in ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah. That's so dope. She um was the first person I talked to on the bus. Mm. And I had like when I got on the bus I could see everyone's answers. Was, doop, 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 doop. I was like, oh shit, I see what kind of trip this is gonna be. <laughs> and then the alcohol, you know, that opens up for the spirits to to play and there's a lot of healing of a lot of women that those women carried uh, that happened that week but um i talked to her and i was reading her like girl you know talking about signs talking about you know all the spiritual you know natural witchy stuff and uh in the end she said that this was something that she wanted to invest in herself and it is it's an investment but it is i mean i would say like six months to a year of therapy mixed with like a retreat, mm, you know, yeah. but it's in Third Ward, Texas. It's in the heart of, you know, Houston. And you come at night and there's a lot of ritual, but it's for you. It's for you. And there's, you know, offerings, there's readings, you know, there's a formulation of certain herbs and many other things for what you're actually going to be sitting in. And then, you know, we go through a process. There's a lot of shadow work and mirror work and Things like that and connecting with your ancestors, your spirit guides, whoever comes to the dark stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm guiding you. You know, we are going on a plant medicine journey and we go in and I, you know, walk through your valley of shadow of death or I walk through your brightest and we, write, we walk through whatever we need to walk through. And, you know, I fight those things with you and you come out um a goddess, mm. you know, understanding you always were, you know, but really being actualized in that way. And it's a beautiful experience. So we're going to do a form of that. We're going to do more hoodoo style. So hoodoo is um, more like the lifestyle practice of spirituality that really was made in the um, in African, like American culture to fight white supremacy. That's where a lot of different like, certain spells, fidelity, keep your man, lost spells, stuff to get you out of jail. Like, people abuse those kind of things now or whatever. But a lot of, I mean, back in the day, if a woman didn't have a man, she couldn't get a house, she couldn't take care of her kids, she couldn't get a bank account. You know what I'm saying? So Survival. Yeah. (laughs) You know, she created a spell to keep her man from, you know, walking in the hands of another woman. So 
these are our practices. This is our, our ancestors, you know, invented these things. You know, we had certain things to get our men out of jail because they were being unlawfully, you know, detained from, I mean, since KKK and slave catcher times type stuff. So that's where protection stuff comes into play. All these things are practices that are modifications of spiritual technology that we had to adapt and create as we came through to this form from like where we were in Africa. Mm -hmm. So that's why like now it's like, oh yeah, witchy, but it's way deeper than that. Like we all have witch ancestors. Yes. Some of most of our ancestors were witches too. Yes. But you know, you are a diviner, you are a medium, you are, you know, a clairvoyant, you are, um, you have healing hands, you have prophetic dreams, you have prophetic, you can speak, you know, um, uh, you're a prayer warrior. You can pray over someone and pray healing over them. Like that is grander, mm. you know, mm-hmm. than just witch. But also too, yes, witch too. Right. You know, so I'm I'm excited for you guys because y'all are going out in the world and you're doing, you know, y'all's work. And so you need covering and protection too to keep balance, you know what I'm saying, of, you know, just getting more and more in the spotlight and seeing and all those things and your pussy being out there. So, yeah, that's the other part I think that we need to talk about on the spiritual spectrum of things, Mm. you know, because I have a lot of people that come into the sanctuary and they are preacher's kids or former, you know, praise dancer, this, whatever, 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 right? And they have a hatred for the church or they have a disdain for the church or, you know, it's it's not necessarily a healthy relationship mm-hmm. there, right? And um, I think that in all these various religions, the thing that what makes it just not click at the end of the day is the separation of sexuality and almost everything feminine mm-hmm. <laughs> in it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, as people I was t- get so upset by this. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it really disturbs them. And I realize that uh, it's through a few different conversations that we've had on the show and even, like, talking about manifesting and masturbation, like, people being like, how, dare, how dare you, you pray while you masturbate? It's like, like, whoa. And it's just, like, yeah. And, and obviously, like, I think it's so – people need to – like, words matter to people. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's a matter of just, like, not, if you don't say which, you use another word, and then suddenly it, it click, it clicks, right? Or they say, you know, you even relating like, you know, the history of, um, you know, our our history in Africa, and then it being covered by Christianity, then people are like, oh, that does kind of make sense. Like, it's it's so interesting how people really, really gravitate towards what what words mean versus like what is the overall intention here, right? Definitely. And like, what are we trying to accomplish here? And like, what is it that we're tapping into? Which is yourself and essentially right. that's what that's what religion god that's god, what god created people and, yeah and in the image of god and that's and i think we're all connected and we all know that and that's why this all the stories are very similar and there's rituals all across but we've been so programmed to have these like boundaries about how it could look mm-hmm. um because like even as a child i remember thinking like watching the fucking pocahontas like yeah like Thinking that water has spirit and like the living right. trees, like that makes sense. Right, to the me. tree was her grandma. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense and, to me. You right, know? definitely. Like because these are these are things that are all living. We're all existing together, and you feel the energy mm-hmm. coming off mm-hmm. of those living things. Right. So like, 
I, I sometimes I just encourage people to like question everything, question right. it all, and also don't limit it. You know, like you can do this and do this, and just right. because someone Absolutely. does this, it doesn't mean that it's evil. Like loving and worshiping yourself mm-hmm. and being like in tune with yourself and being in tune with your pleasure right. and like you know how, what that looks like. Like remember God or whoever that you is your thing who created you, your creator spirit, like they intended for us to live, Mm -hmm. to breathe. Like why would we be in this form and this magic like with each other if we were not intended to like have the human experience, experience, which is the beauty of touch, of feel, of embrace, of exchange of movement. You know, like we get to really embody something as a spirit and and, and experience one another, have conversations. Like lovemaking looks so different. Like really engage with all of your senses all the fucking time. Well, think about like how even like those people that are the naysayers of that, I, I would argue that they've definitely probably had spiritual sexual experiences with their lovers and like orgasm, but they don't relate the two. They don't. They don't relate the two, but they've experienced it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just like this disconnection from your body. Right. I even can see it in like the spiritual world. There's like my higher self and my lower self, my higher wants and my cardinal desires. Mm -hmm. It's still that same kind of like. Separation. Yeah. And like your lower self is still yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Uh, A house wouldn't be shit without the slab foundation. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I'm saying. And to me, (laughs) that culture is like. It's problematic, and I think that's why we have the issues that we have with women in these spaces, mm-hmm. you know? And so everyone that has gone through some – well, not everyone. Let me not say that. But a lot of people have had negative experiences going into pick a, pick an organization, pick a religion, pick a – or, you know, a group. And there's this misuse or abuse of power, um, and usually it's dealing with some man in a powerful position – and a young woman. And so I really felt like that's what separates the sanctuary from a lot of other places. Cause yeah, we are Ile, you know, Oshun, Arisha, all that stuff. Um, but it's a place for a safe place for women to discover and develop their gifts. And you cannot discover and develop who you are without acknowledging the central and sexual energy and the pussy. We, we cannot, you know, ignore it. When we put it to the side and we act like it doesn't exist, it creates a space and opportunity for it to be exploited, for it to be um, totally, like, shunned and, like, put down in this, you know, place, or to be abused, right? Because there's a level of ignorance of us not understanding our power, us not understanding our gifts, us not understanding it doesn't matter if... The guy is some guy that works in the corner or if he's the priest of the whole big church. He is not exempt from your energy if it is powerful as it is. Mm. So be conscious of learning and connecting and, and going into certain situations thinking that, oh, I'm just the student and he's just the he's just this thing. Right. When no, bitch, you are a goddess. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you are a priestess. You are a, all these things. So you need to understand that, yes, as you're developing and you're, you know, that someone's probably going to understand that and eventually maybe take advantage of it because they know that you're ignorant. They know that you don't know, you know what I'm saying, what all you're carrying. And so, and they don't know, you know, (laughs) 
to when it gets to a certain degree. And so I feel like for me, if I have a woman that goes through my program and she understands what her issues are, she understands what her gifts are, she understands actual like what Arisha are, she understands the the foundation of the practice. She could go off. She doesn't have to come under me and, you know, be in my home. She could, I mean, be in my ELA. She can have her own. Like, church can be at your house. You could be your own, you know, individual practitioner. Or she could go somewhere else where she, you know, gets something else that she needs, but she's not going to get taken advantage of because she's going to understand. No one's going to be able to tell her that she's, you know, just supposed to be the wife to a priest, and this priest has six wives that, you know what I'm saying? No, your destiny is way bigger than that. And so that's kind of like this um, protections is in the education of the pussy. (laughs) Right, because I'm sure, yeah, because just like like you said, in any space of devotion in in any way, you can be taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. You know what I just thought about? Like, you know, we, me and Mila talk a lot about, um, you know, teaching, having, sharing your spiritual practices with your children mm-hmm. and, you know, even like teaching our kids how to manifest and meditate and just like trust their intuition and mm-hmm. have autonomy over their bodies and all these things. Like do, are there like baby Orishas? Are they like little girl Orishas? Like, um, so not Orishas, I'm sorry. Like high priestesses or not, I mean, I guess, they, I guess yeah. you, I would imagine you have to be an adult, but like what no, is, no, no. no, absolutely not. Yeah, so think wondering. about it back in Africa. We lived, this was our life, right? You were in Oshun Town. You were in Shango State. So you grew up from being zero, honoring the Orishas, going through certain rites of passage. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of rites of passage. So when you're born, you have a um, a reading from a priest called an Essentaye. And that reading tells you uh, the, the, the crown of that child, um, the, the, any taboos, what their destiny is, wh- what ancestor that child is that's come back. So you have a full understanding of like what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So you not have any surprises of like, oh, my kid is extremely artistic and they are not a doctor and <laughs> they're yeah, not you a, know the you know, like, oh, my kid is a, as a warrior. They're going to want to do sp- like they're, they're born to be a singer and sing, you know, whatever, like, you know, Already, so discipline and like certain structure is different over there than how it is here, right? And so you grow up and you do um, other ceremonies where you know from when you were born that you're supposed to be a priest. I think that um, you get to think about twelve is the age mm. that you can. If it's in your destiny, it's in your destiny. But the thing is, everybody's not a priest like how I'm a priest. So I am a working priest. Like my destiny is to teach people to bring people into the culture to have god children to do that work some people have to become priests to save their life it could be a health thing it could be something in your ancestry or in your life where you need the elevation to appease something in your ancestry or to um balance out of energy or maybe you're supposed to be a priest just for your family You guys, if you listen to our recent episode with fine zaddy Sharonis Jackson, then you know what Dipsy is. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories featuring our boy Sharonis and his sexy ass deep voice that I have for sure masturbated to. Honestly, porn gets played out, but Dipsy really never does. It lets you use your imagination. It has such a wide variety of different stories to listen to from 
LGBTQ plus to British, anything you can think to of. Sharonis, okay? To Sharonis. And he's playing Malcolm. Just want to let you guys know his storyline is sexy and whew. it takes you there, okay? And right now, for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash GMBC. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash G-M-B-C. Dipsystories.com slash G-M-B-C. Ladies, you will not regret this. So, you know, as I get older, I'm really realizing I have to take way better care of myself and pay attention to my health. When you know more, you can do more. What if you could use science to discover more about your body? Find out what you need for a healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. I love how it works too. You get the product and you take the test and you send it back to a certified lab. Your physician reviews results and they get sent to your phone and device in just days. It's so simple and that's why over a million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals. And for listeners of our show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash GMBC. That's everlywell.com slash GMBC for 20% off your next at-home lab test. everlywell.com slash GMBC. Okay, y'all, let's just be honest. We have all lived paycheck to paycheck at some point, me included. And right now in 2022, gas is killing me. Rent is killing me. And we could all use a little extra cash. That's where Dave comes in. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Hello. And millions of people have been using Dave. So make sure you download the Dave app to get the financial relief that you deserve with extra cash. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. Do you hear me? Instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Your future you will thank you. This makes me think of, you know, when we went to the Bree Bree. The Bree Bree. Oh, Shout out to the Bree Bree. We went to the Bree Bree in Costa Rica, which is in the, like, it's, it's indigenous land there. And it's all, it's basically a, a tribe of, of indigenous people and obviously you know there's here you want you want to hit this yes, yes i think yes, I, hope, yes. I don't know if it's still lit hit it hurry hit it hit it before it goes off. not be good today is it it is it still lit okay there we go um and them talking about the initiations yes and how it starts at birth yes and how at a certain age they have a reading mm-hmm. by a um a shaman and that child is either deemed a shaman or other other things. Other things in the And then they're either, they learn how to, they, well, all of them have, have to. to know how to work with the land, period. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the time they're, I think it was like by 15 or 12, I can't recall, but like, they're like professional, like land workers, essentially. Exactly. They know all how to the like, plants. the plants, the medicine, how, how to build a house, like provide for their family. Like, bitches. Yeah. yeah. And, and thinking about how that Costa Rica obviously is not anywhere near Africa, but these traditions 
a lot of them, mo- every one of them mimic each other in the way, right. at least in their foundations. Right. Yes. A lot, like you were saying, a lot of the things and the rituals, like they're all similar and all connected. Well, a lot of them are similar connected because they come from Africa. Right. Because we invented this shit. <laughs> right. We invented this shit. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Breaking news. Right? Breaking and news. so, like, a lot of things in Christianity. Don't I be offended. People, like, this is BC. Before, like, when we're, I'm talking about what I practice is before Christ. Right? Remember in school how you learn that timeline? That exists. So you can't ignore that. You know what I'm saying? And also, when you practice Arisha, you can practice other things. There are people that are Christian in Arisha. There are people that are Muslim in Arisha. There are people that are Buddhist in Arisha. I practice New Orleans voodoo. I am a Arisha priestess. And I, I, I was, I mean, even though I never was, like, baptized, I rock with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have certain Orisha, like, because in our culture, you can receive Orisha, and it's a consecration um, uh, of a certain, you know, implement that brings that spirit into your home. My Obatala, which is another Orisha, he's like the father of man. He created man. Um, there's oh, yeah, we, we we did a um, Obatala offering. Offering, yeah. Right. So you get a certain path because these Orishas, they came and had human experiences, and they reincarnated many times in many places. And that's where all the stories and things come from. Mm. And the path that I have birthed to me is the one that's associated with the crucified Christ and the Holy Trinity. Mm. So, you know, Christianity is just kind of like this more, like a, I could say like a parent-child thing. It just doesn't get that connection at all, mm. you know. And so what they practice there, usually, like I said, I have the PKs who are running from the church. And they figure out who they are. They figure out their gifts. They figure out that they were the praise dancer or they were the one who did the whatever. And so they know how to conjure spirit through dance or they know how to heal people like through um, uh, being a prayer warrior, speaking in tongues and all these things. And so they run from it. They figure out who they are, but they acknowledge their femininity too. They acknowledge their true essence and power and totality. And then they usually send them right back to maybe not actually the church, but to, yeah, be a priest, be exalted and elevated in whatever your area of life is. Y'all could be the priestesses of podcasting. It's, oh, you know what I'm saying? I think the priestesses of podcasting. The high priestesses of podcasting. The high priestesses of podcasting. I, 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 <laughs> I like the sound of this. We are the high priestesses of podcasting. <laughs> wow, I need mm. to add that to my bio too. High yeah. priestesses of podcasting. Okay, well then, with that being said, it's time for y'all to step into figuring out who your spirits are. I'm ready. I'm and ready. I was ready three years ago. I'm ready. And you know what? I feel like the, I feel like as you're saying no, this, how a lot of people feel like inadequate and they don't really know what their worth is and they don't really know what their value is mm-hmm. or what their power is. Right. Is right. And I think a lot of that is wrapped up in your spirituality and your sexuality. And when you are running from that or or the or whatever religion that you're following doesn't really speak to you. Because I know for me growing up, like none of that shit ever spoke to me and right. it would, it bothered my parents a lot. Like I, my, my dad would take me to church. I was just like, I love the music element of it. Cause right. my dad went to a black church. I was like, well, this is fly. Wow. I'm really killing <laughs> oh, it. I, I'm pretty sure I have a thing for that too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. And I, I would get emotional. That's when I would feel emotion. Mm-hmm. I never felt emotion in, in the practice of listening to a man tell me how to be and feel. Right. And, uh, and then, you know, I, I'm, and it's like, just like Mila said in high school, actually it was in college. It wasn't even, I didn't even really learn about other religions in high school. I went to a Catholic school. When I went to college, I took a, a class on like Buddhism, Taoism, mm-hmm. Confucianism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
oh, this makes so much more sense. Right. And a lot of our stuff, too, is in some of those things. But even we, that didn't feel like, I was like, this isn't my shit, though. Right. <laughs> like, I just, like, I was like, this makes more sense than the other shit. Right. But, like, maybe Karma Sutra. But all the other shit. <laughs> but, you know, and, but... I think not having necessarily, even now, like I'm still on the, I feel like on the search of trying to really understand what my power is. Right. Um, there's a, there is a level of insecurity I feel because mm-hmm. I don't, there's like a level of confusion a little right. bit. You even don't know in, where to place it. Even sometimes in my spiritual practices, like, is this my spiritual practice? Like there's times where I'm doing things and rituals where I'm like, this feels really good. And there's times where I'm like, is it, am I doing it right? And I shouldn't like have to feel, I shouldn't feel that right, way right, when I'm, right, when right, I'm right. in practice. Absolutely. So I think like for people that are listening right now, and I think there's probably a lot of women that feel like me, um, like it's time, right. it's time to tap in and figure that out, bitch, because how to figure it out. Bitch. It's, it really is because this is the time women we are elevating. And this is like, this is the missing element right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how you're going to get rich. Exactly. This is how you're going to find that man. This is how you're, and the man that is going to be able to, you know, match your energy right. and respect you and honor you, you know, and, and succeed in, in parenthood and motherhood and just overall live your motherfucking best life. Motherfucking best life. I really, right. really, really like the word totality. Totality. Like, I think that a lot of um, our programming is, you know, like parts of yourself. Right. Compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. Hide this part. But as women, like, you can't hide this. Right. You can't hide this. My pussy will walk first in every room. In every room. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it does us such a disservice to ignore a portion of ourselves for the comfortability of who the fuck ever. A lot of times for each other, a lot of times of men, a lot of times of ourselves because we're asking for too much attention because, like, why does this thigh is so fucking overwhelming? You can't fucking think, right? Like, right. no, but... So this, much self-hate. So much self-hate. A lot of self-hate. And shame has been fucking, impl- like, planted on us so fucking early that we didn't even ask for so much so that conversations like this make us uncomfortable. But listen, bitch... It's making you uncomfortable because it's telling you something. Right, that's why you need to grow. Your body is reacting because don't you feel like you're missing something? You're missing something if you're not in tune with your sensuality. Like, mm-hmm. we cre- we create people. We are God. God's a woman. Surprise. <laughs> you are God. And, like, being not in tune with your body and with your sensuality and the fact that you can create and not honoring that and, like, what the the vast really abundance of that, that what that fucking means. Like you are the universe. And if you don't start checking people, like they don't fucking know it. And most importantly, grasping yourself Self, that way, yourself. praising yourself that way, worshiping yourself that way. I don't know. Like one time I was in deep meditation and, um, I was like, I had this crazy thought, like, why don't I like praise myself the way like people praise God? Mm-hmm. Why am I not as unconditionally loving to myself? Like people are so like this. Like, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. It feels, are you, or is that an illusion? That's an illusion. It's an illusion. And that's that's the that's the game. People like that's how they fuck the game up. Right. I mean, honestly, I remember once I def- definitely knew um, I was a goddess, and um, I would say that started with my tantric practice. Shout out to Amina Patterson, Elena um, Tantra. Um, but she's the one who opened me up to the goddess lifestyle, spirituality and all that stuff was one thing and it was great and it was free and I just wasn't sexually free, you know, so it just worked for me. But going on that side and understanding the goddess lifestyle, that I think was the shift. And when I go to Chick-fil-A, like what name? Goddess Jessie. And they're like, Jessie, I'm a goddess. 
Goddess dressing? <laughs> goddess. It's goddess. Yeah, or when I'm in the club, like, you know, goddess. I'm like, goddess. Like, God. Sometimes they just say goddess. And I'm like, well, at least, you know, it's like saying, it's like saying doctor. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> you know? Um, and saying that and putting that energy out there, like now, I don't even have to say it. Like, people say it. But yeah, putting that energy out there and demanding that they acknowledge you as so, so that it's always in it's always in motion it's mm-hmm. always going it's always flowing you're always being reminded you're always being asserting yourself as so because you are right and the thing is it's about acknowledging the feminine energy it's not female it's feminine so once we acknowledge that in us and we push it out we start receiving that but it's not just for women it is, men have feminine energy as well and so once everyone acknowledges their feminine, we all will elevate. The vibration of where we are just kind of in our chill will be higher. Mm. I, oh, my God. I just got chills thinking about that because I feel like the reason why the world is so toxic is because men are so tapped into just being masculine, masculine. and that's it. And, be, and we both, even women, we have masculine energy as well. But, like, there's a balance that has to happen. And we all know feminine energy. It's, the, nur- it's the nurturers of the world. We're the right. nurturers. And that's why right. when women are, lead, is. there's balance. Right. When, the fe- when feminine energy is leading, there's balance. We and are the mother. Right. Yeah. And that's why, too, ladies, we have to heal our relationships with men. We have to love honor, respect, and invest in them. Mm. Like we have, like, the thing is that we all have our dukes up. And I see it in spiritual warfare because I be going, like, spiritual battle for some of you bitches oh. in the spiritual realm. Oh, <laughs> I, my dreams were going, woo, after the retreat. And I did. I went to battle for you bitches. But the thing is, we have to realize, like, we create our lives. We are goddess, mm. right? And so get out of the victim seat and stop fighting. Put your dukes down. One of us, we have to stop, you know, the men or the women. And I want, you know, this cultivation with, you know, the black men. They're there. We know them. They are there. And we just kind of have to, like, bring it together. And the only way to be able to do that is to stop fighting the feminine within you. And then thus the men will stop fighting the feminine within them. And then we can all be, I think, happier vibrating on a different level because then we'll be able to truly see each other in our true selves who we were before all of this shit happened and they did a lot of things to fuck us up but one of the biggest things that they did was they took this practice away from us and they took us away from each other Mm. so figure out who the fuck you are and acknowledge your feminine and i think the world is going to be a better place because you will be a better bitch Mm. I think the first time, like, I really started to acknowledge, acknowledge my powers was when I met Erica. And, like, when we started to, like, speak things into existence really easily in the beginning, I was like, huh. And we started to do it more, and I'm like, hmm. Mm. And I think we both kind of knew, like, which little, like, we can manipulate energy and our intentions meant something. But when we started to see, like, little things, like, I always say this, but it's like this kind of confidence started to conjure. And I... That was, like, my first time really believing in the, like, understanding the power of feminine energy combined. Right. And the magic, the intention, like, we literally would just look at each other, like, bow, bow. And then within hours or days, bow, bow. And now to the point where, like, literally she said this to me today, like, we can make anything happen. Anything. And I know, I believe that. And I know Mm -hmm. that. And, like, the power, like, and I know you said, I think we also have to understand that, like, trusting in other women 
and putting yes. our guard down with other women is allow will allow us to put the guard down with our own femininity. We can't do it alone. We, and like right. that in compassion the of your home alone. Yeah, like that judgmental bullshit. Like everybody, we all got shit, you know. But we all really need each other's support. And like that's been like that's that combined force with Erica then built this huge network and ricocheted of all these bomb ass women that I now call my friends like right. hundreds of women I'm like I can call for this I can call for that right. I need a goddess bath let me call fucking Jessica <laughs> you know what I'm saying like right. what come the fuck you. I got do you. I need because mm-hmm. that's what I've we put out this call together we figured it out and we put this fucking siren out and now there's this fucking crazy beautiful network and beautiful like of of tribe everywhere. Yes. yes. And like, that's the power of tapping in and not being afraid of the nurturing, softer, feminine parts of yourself. And like your power, like it's your power and that's okay. It doesn't take anything away from anything else, you know, but like it does, it can change the trajectory of some shit. And that is today's pussy church. Okay. So do you want, I can give you, so let's talk about witches. I think this could be a Patreon thing. Okay. Cause it's like, I'm about to give y'all some game. Okay. We're about to go. We're about to go in on witches. Right. For all the people now interested in Patreon. (sighs) Well, before we get out of here, um, I don't, did we do an affirmation? No. I didn't pull a card either. Okay. Okay. So I had a, okay. What? You have an affirmation? An affirmation? The goddess always wins. The goddess always wins. I believe that. Um, I was going to say, I always pull the card, but since you're an actual real tarot card reader here <laughs> with us, not just me reading from Bitty Tarot, but even though I'm getting very better, my card pulling my card pulling skills are top notch. They are. I so agree. we're going to, that's a part of the training. I will teach you how to read tarot. You know, I'm just going to give you a little, uh. Okay. That's a part of the whole. I've thing. only been reading Bitty Tarot all fucking year long. You would think I would be a fucking genius by now, but my I'm starting to get it now too. I, I'm starting to get it, but also I'd be getting high. So I'd be forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what you want me to do? Okay, I was thinking, can you pull for us? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you want my shuffle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, should I pull from the top? Think sexy thoughts. So, okay, what i like for you to do, everybody take three deep breaths. Inhale and then exhale. I want you to hear you exhale. So just from the breathing, there's a few things that's coming to me. Um, you need to take a little meat fast. Okay. You, you um, a what fast? Like meat fast. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, Sounds right. I think it's making you too hot. It's making you too, like, um, aggressive. You know, like, right now, you need to conserve your energy. Before cancer season starts. Um, because once cancer season starts, your the energy you think you need right now, you're going to really need by the time your, you know, your solar return comes. So um, eat cool foods, like cool yourself down. And even do some research in like what's feminine herbs, what's feminine, you know, everything. Okay. And put that in your body. Okay. So yeah, you actually um, are in a like a interestingly soft place right now. Hmm. Um, 
I feel as if like you're just waiting for your ships to sail in. Like there um, should be this underlying, this underlying, here you go, this underlying um, sureness that like you're almost there. Like what you're looking for is like it's right there. Like you're, you ever seen the meme of the guy sitting there under the cave? And he stopped digging, and the other person is digging still, and the diamonds are like one inch away. No, but I love this. You never seen that? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's like a meme where basically it's like you never knew how close you were until you quit. Right yeah, mm. yeah. And I feel like where you are underneath whatever the fuck is going on, that there is um, a sureness that what you are looking for or what you're trying to attain, like you're so. If you don't know that, that's the message, mm-hmm. that you're very close. But I feel a, a calmness in your spirit that I have not um, felt before. Mm. Um, and so just sit and, like, savor that. Savor that. Okay. I, I, want, I want to. Yes. I want to. I feel, I feel frantic a lot, actually. <laughs> I mean, I do feel softer, I will say, because I've really been actively, like, trying to work on that part of myself and but I do feel I do feel like I'm waiting for my ships to sail in Mm -hmm. I feel that way I feel very confident about that right well uh, now is a time for you whatever work you do you need to do it like you already have it not Mm. like you're still asking for it like Mm. stop asking for it Mm. Mm -hmm. and just maybe do more giving thanks for it Mm. and done so you got the empress you got the Oh, nine of wands. My bad. Was it nine of wands? Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. So the nine of wands shows um, that there's a lot of uh, um, protections that are up, but I don't think you may necessarily need them all. Like, you see how there's like that is built to build a wall? Yeah. But you can see through them. Like, bitch, we can see you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It really looks like that. Right. You know? And um, like I said, that there's, I think it's like uh, a waste of energy, like trust. Like you could trust. You're you're safe. You're you're protected. You've got your stick. You don't need all those other things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you are, you know, fierce. You, you're, you, you know. Um, and there is a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of different little opportunities that are um, kind of related, but in different spaces. And... That's where you need to put your focus and your protections up is in those worlds or what have you. But, like, just in your life or your space or your environment or your people, you're good. Okay? Okay. Um, you want another diamond? What? <laughs> um, I've, I've said that I could be easily convinced. I could be con- – not easily. Wait, whoa. What? I could be convinced. She- but I have I don't I don't know I I've been I consider it all the time I think about it all the time <laughs> not like consider having one but like wonder if I will like I'm okay if I don't but I'm okay if I do mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. feel like me acknowledging what you said and like acting like I already have it would I would feel more safe as I'd maybe say yes mm-hmm. I understand I, that you know right well um. I definitely feel like uh, with your spiritual elevation will bring what you need to 
get you comfortable for that because it is definitely like there. Mm. It's there. Um, um, yeah, I probably, I think you probably need to do some offerings to issue. We'll talk about that. To open up some roads, maybe not necessarily to having a baby. I'm like, wait, hold on. I don't know if I want. To. I don't know. <laughs> are you these roads up Show yet. me the map. Wait, yeah. issue. Well, where are you taking me? <laughs> so I need to see before the we get empress. Apart. This is like more like your desire, right? But to get there, you have to feel certain levels of safe. So there's certain opportunities, even like financially or what have you, or to live in this place or whatever that you can open the roads for. And then, yes, the ultimate root desire of what it all goes down to, to what I feel, is that you might have another baby. You want to, you know, you want to have like, um, uh, um, I'm the queen of the castle experience. Mm. And so that's where you would, and I saw the three there, the three, that's the number two issue. So that's what was signaling to me that that could be a medicine, a spiritual technology to help you open up the roads to your actual desires. You know, because we open up the roads on goddess work. So I'm the goddess of desires. I can read people's desires deep down. Deep down. And that's the thing is you want to have a certain life where you can have the queen of the castle experience of motherhood and wife, all those things. Right. And like boss bitch like on the business thing, too. You know, um, like if Queen Elizabeth was black and lived in L.A. <laughs> yeah I mean I, I just want some one thing that I've been like debating in my mind is like I was like I know I'm gonna be successful so do I like like what what are the, like, the requirements that of me having like the family that I want is it the success is it the financial like stability like would I feel more safe having a child if I felt like I could take care of all both of my child's alone mm-hmm. and really that's what it is is because like I, I want to know that I'll be straight. I won't have to rely on anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. And then I would feel more safe, even knowing that I might have a baby with someone and they might, could potentially leave just mm-hmm. to share in that experience. Cause I like, I would, there's part of me that wants to redo that experience right? Absolutely. or relive it or do it again and see what it, see what it's like. Right. You know? And, and even though I know you say that ultimately it actually happening and it actually going well and it actually, you know, being, Everything that you deserve it to be yeah. is yeah. it, and that and it can happen, and that is that's the desire. So we can't modify it, yeah. even though we would, of course. Well, I always like have a backup plan, but, but, uh, <laughs> but even in my fantasy, if that nigga leaves, right? But that's mm-hmm. and that's the work mm-hmm. is to let that. That's go. the work I know. And Eshu, that's what I'm saying. Doing the offering to Eshu to oh, it's even this is like a key right there. That's why. I, okay. Also, shout out mahogany tarot. Mahogany, mahogany tarot. Because shit. see, the white array deck is to me like the white version of like it's like the you know ABC like you know of it. So I never. I always kind of was like uh, right away. Like I was one of those black people that was like you know because I didn't see myself in it, but not even myself. I didn't see the spirit. I didn't. My intuition did not connect. connect yeah. But then when I seen this deck. I seen things I never seen issue in the Empress card reading. Mm. You know, but I can now, maybe just because of the melanin, like it, it melanin does activate mm-hmm. things. That's why they're selling it by the ton, you know, or what have you. Um, so we love those guys. Thank yes. you. Yes. Shout out to Mahogany yeah. Tarot. Yeah. Definitely um, click the link in our episode description. But yeah, girl, so see an issue on there. I was like, so if you do an offering, that'll open the way to really to the desires versus all of the other little things that we like put our magic out there for. You got that's why you have to figure out what it is you really want deep down and pinpoint on that and just keep moving forward towards it. 
Um, yes, ma'am. Yeah, you need just rest. You need to rest. Bitch, <laughs> 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 <Just> lay down. <laughs> lay, lay down and let people take care of things. Let, let someone serve you. Let someone figure it out. Let someone, you know what I'm saying? Just let, the, and just, no heavy lifting. Goddesses don't do any heavy lifting. Mm, mm. Emotionally, we will lift this heavy pussy, though. Mm. No heavy lifting, goddesses. I just love that. Just this heavy pussy, though. Yes, I will <laughs> drop it on you. Well, boom, boom. <laughs> That's all you're gonna need. I'm not gonna do shit else. Yes. So first step is we're gonna um, we're gonna do your outdoor, your hoodoo style baths tonight and cleansing, and then if we have some time to do some candle work, I got a dick candle, but I don't know if y'all need it. A what candle? A dick, dick candle. Oh, uh, dick candle. I don't know. Do I need a dick candle? I think we're good on the dick right now. Yeah, yeah I think y'all are good on the dick. Okay, I'm about to get some tomorrow. I can't wait. Me too. Right. But it's not, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Erica and I are having our, our, our men's travel with us in all our appearances. <laughs> I love that. It's so fun. I'm like, maybe at the hotel, yeah. My appearance, it's on, it's on Saturday at 12. And they better have that dick ready <laughs> when in I'm, the when I'm done, get back. Get ready. I'll be at the hotel after my appearance. <laughs> oh, yay! Very mature. <laughs> so mature. Yeah. Oh, my Did goodness. You? I love it here. Um, Priestess is a podcast. <sighs> well, is a let's, podcast I, we got to go because we got to get to this bath. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, what's up? Yes. Yeah. And so I want you to tell the people where they can find you, where they can get your yeah, yeah, all your yeah. services and all the things. For sure. Wait, before we go, though, wait. Can you share a hoary? Because I, I want you. Oh. Wait, and I want you to share a specific hoary. I mean, you can share oh. any hoary you want, but it's the oh, it's the oh, it's the oh, it's the Oshun. It is the good vibes hoary. Hoary. This is a good one. This is a great <gasps> horror story. All right, just waking up <sighs> in the morning. Gotta thank God. <laughs> horror stories. I'm in Costa Rica with my two. Uh, bestie bitches, you know, we're out here working, we healing, we didn't, we didn't purge, we didn't offered, we didn't shook ass, we didn't smoke, we didn't did it all, right, ritualed, and so then we had this manifestation dinner, oh my bad, we had this manifestation dinner, oh. <laughs> okay, step by step, uh, <laughs> And so we were getting the manifest dinner together and y'all made y'all's Oracle cards that y'all put on everyone's placemats. And, um, something happened where I ended up having to move seats and one of y'all drew me a different card. You switched seats. So you got a different. Yeah. Card. Yeah. Anyways, one of these, I put the, one of I, these I, put the cards down. I put the cards down. Remember I said this live on the table. One of these priestesses, Drew me another card, and my card said, "You are made of love, and love will always find you." And yes, I shade to that, right? So we end up going to you learn about the brie brie, and then we ended up at the waterfall with the brie brie, and that's when we end up doing all that spiritual work of the releasing, and we did the baptism um, for what's her name for for Meek, yeah. And um, it was beautiful, right? And I'm, like, getting pictures at the end because I've been working, bitch. I ain't take no pictures in the waterfall. All these pictures is looking fine. I'm, like, <laughs> bathing, you know, I'm slaying in the spirit. And so, then, you know, the photographer, Bessie of the year over here is, like, take take here. Come, come right here. She was so beautiful. I was, like, go, go over there. Go yes. stand over there. She's, like, hold on. She's coming from my feet. I'm, like, see, this is a real one. This she is had a white, real. We need to see more than, like, actually, yeah. we're, I need to include these pictures in the episode. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Because you look fine. Oh, thanks. Thanks. So there's like a little cove of the waterfall down there. And I'm, t- and mark my words, right? I did say this, right? You sure did. I said, oh, I said, I want to go on an adventure down there. And I want to see what's at the river down there. I said, I don't want to go with none of you bitches. I want to go with a man. Mm-hmm. And so then we left, right? Mm-hmm. So then I went to sleep. And then I woke up in the morning. I had to thank God. And I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I'm getting some dick today. And I put some extra condoms in my backpack. And this is a little town, a little <laughs> small so, so, so town. Let me be clear. It's a little town off the coast, of the, co- the, the fucking Caribbean side of the fucking Costa Rica. So I was going to go in the city because I wanted to buy gifts for everybody, but I only had a $100 bill. So I had to go to the bank. And when I went to the bank, they wouldn't take my shit. And I didn't have my ID. And I was like, fuck. Like, I got to go all the way back to my room or either, like, I don't know. How am I going to, like, get back on the taxi? I could probably flirt with one of these guys to, like, take me without any money. I'm sure. Right? So I'm like, fuck. And let me just, and the spirit said to me, go to the other bank. They're going to have everything you need. So I walked to the other bank. And as soon as I got to the motherfucking bank, I turned my head and a man rolled up on a motherfucking motorcycle <laughs> and he His like chariot like at my feet when you see the chariot card i know y'all tear your girls see the ch- that was the motherfucking chariot card no this was the night of swords baby the night of wands <laughs> this was the night of wands who so he came and got off the motherfucking thing he was like bueno i was like hey <laughs> and he's standing there kind of looking at me i'm looking <laughs> right and then he's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to cash my $100 bill. I'm from America, you know. And he's like, oh, like, you should go around. He, he did solve my problem. He gave me the answer. But then he was like, well, what you, you know, what you doing here, whatever. And I, I don't know what I said. But eventually I was like, where your woman at? And he was like, uh, I don't have no woman. Where your man at? I, I don't have no man right here. <laughs> <laughs> don't see no man. Nope. And no man right here. <laughs> and so anyways, he's like, oh, I'll take you to this waterfall and like meet me at he knew exactly where I was staying in my Airbnb which like could have been a concern but I'm, divi- I'm <laughs> divinely guided and protected so I'm not worried about it and I'm like well I just went to a waterfall the other day he's like no nah, you ain't never been this is one you ain't you ain't been to this or this one is in the cut right and so I'm like okay so gotta ride up the hill he I go to like have breakfast I end up having breakfast with the the white twin titan hottie man oh yeah the, the basketball I mean the, the football, football player shout yeah. out if you watch this holler at me um so we get in the car and we're like holding hands and we're doing the whole thing and all that stuff i'm getting high i took a little shrooms and he took me to the well at first i was like well maybe like there's they all go up a mountain because we were to like go up the side of the mountain we had to take two cars to get but up then there. we got to homeboy where they got the like sodas and the capri suns and stuff right there You're like, no, i know this hurt. i know this guy he like gave him like three dollars i was like oh okay we're going to the like high roller right and so then he takes me to the top i guess there's like another mm-hmm. at the top the and view. shows me the whole like top view and shit i'm like oh, okay he's like well come on let's go down there so he takes me so i'm thinking maybe he'll just take me to like some another side i never seen no bitch he takes me right back to the same place that we have did all that spiritual work walk me all the way down the pussy cove of the fucking river like there was some some trees that had fallen so we went over the trees so then you couldn't like see us and it was like water coming down look like a scene from motherfucking lion king or some (laughs) shit like that and we put like the towel down on the riverbank and we made love on the motherfucking like waterfall (laughs) riverbank Thing. In the jungle. In the jungle. In the motherfucking jungle, bitch. The birds, the monkeys. <laughs> I was like, it was 
It was overstimulating. It was everything oh I deserved. And in that moment, I remember I was like, oh, and he had like a, I, I love plantains. I love plantains now. Like right. It was like, it was like, oh, and it, uncircumcised. It was in its natural form. He was beautiful. He was that beautiful. That picture you showed us. She I had, was like, she has what like, what the fuck? It was like he was in, you see a man in the wild. You see the back of him's all brolic. It was like he lived there. But like, yeah. it was like. Yes. It looked like something of like the ancient times. It really I, did. And, and look, so, so I, so I got on top of him because I think he's like, oh, let me get, get on top. And I don't know what he did with Costa Rica, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I was waiting for you to say something. And so he was surprised, right? And so then I thought to myself, hold on, this is some other shit. Like I manifested this. I manifested this with my bitches, like really. So I told him, I was like, moments like this, you can manifest a miracle. So be mindful of your thoughts. He was <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and I sent energy out to every, I was like, oh man, it was fucking amazing. So then after it was over, I was like, okay, I got to put my pussy in the water. And like, obviously like I got to, you know, and you know, and I didn't even say that while I was having sex, I had my little playlist oh, on. Oh, oh, oh. And I had this playlist. Um, it's called 33 My Jesus Year on Apple if you want to follow me. <laughs> and <laughs> um, one of the songs is like the, that A Blues for Nina, like the poem that's like kind of turns into a song at the end or whatever. And in there, they're like, uh, Lawrence Tate says like, is your name Yimmy Ya? It's like, mm, oh, hell no. It's got to be Oshun. So when I heard that, while this man is inside of me, while I'm at the river, after I just got done doing spiritual work to my mother Oshun, I was like inside like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, right? So anyways, it was amazing. It was good. We, we orgasmed. Like, I sent the energy out. I did all the manifestations of the world <laughs> that I feel like we are still feeling the effects of, mm, okay? Thank you. And I remember seeing, like, the motherfucking sacred geometry in the trees. And it, it was fucking beautiful. It was beautiful. I went and got my pussy in the water. And as soon as I put myself under the water, all I could hear Oshun say was, you trust me now? Mm. And I was like, I am devo." Ted. She's so like, I here I am. Language. Here mm. I am doing Oshun's work. Mm. Who needs pussy healing? Mm, 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 mm. I got you. <laughs> well, make sure you go check out Jesse at sweetsanctuary.com. Sweet Love Sanctuary. Sweet Love Sanctuary.com. Um, Sweet Love Sanctuary on Instagram. Um, link is in my bio, but like Linktree forward slash Sweet Love Sanctuary, and basically everything's there. Um, if you're trying to figure out where to start, just Book a discovery call. It's free, 15 minutes. We'll kind of talk about what's up, and I'll say, this. get a reading. Or, yeah, this mentorship program. Or, yeah, the goddess bath is, you know, perfect for you. And we figure out everything in between there, you know, your spirits, your issues, whatever, your pussy. <laughs> I got you. Sweetlovesanctuary.com. Hey. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. We love you so much. I love y'all. Love I'm excited for y'all's journey, our journey. And um, make sure you follow us, Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. Make sure you check out V Vitamins. That's vaginalvitamins.com. Yes. Our girl Annie. She Shout actually out Annie. she actually came to the retreat. You met Annie. She's yes. an amazing black owned boric acid vaginal vitamin that actually works, support black businesses. Um 
yeah, the retreat, you can still come, I think. Maybe, yeah, it's last minute. It's very last minute. It will minute change your life. It it's August. Life. We're going next week. But if this episode feels like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm about to book this shit. Go check it. Go see if there's any more spots left. I can't guarantee it, but this is your sign that you're supposed to be there. Um, Make sure you rate and review us on Apple. And those are all my requests. Listen to the goddess. Yes, the goddesses. And recognize the goddess in you. Yes, the goddess always wins. Remember that. The goddess always wins. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.